Fasha. He's dead. Dead is Fasha. Oh, he's dead. Oh, his father. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Welcome to Fatherhood, a podcast exploring all things about being a dad. I'm Ryan, the world's whiniest dad. And I'm Austin, the world's most fit dad. Mm. Why am I the fit dad, you ask? Well, it's because I'm actually having a 90-calorie Bon and Viv, and I am enjoying it, okay? Me and all of my muscles are enjoying this 90-calorie little drink. Hello, and welcome to episode 13 of Welcome to Motherhood, <laughs> a podcast exploring... Hey, girls! Um, so, I'm also the most fit dad because this week I started a thing at work and I got all my coworkers in on it, all four of them in our little cube because that's about as far as I tried to get. Um, there was one other guy, so I guess there's five of us. Oh. But, um, Is it Matt? Uh, no, it's uh, Prentice. Okay, that guy needs to stop stealing our food. <laughs> Matt, if you ever listen to this. I think you need to donate to the candy fund. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're taking all of Sarah's candy you're at work. It's free, but that doesn't mean you take all of it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yeah, I had this idea at work, and I just asked the guys. I said, hey, guys, um, would you guys be down for every hour on the hour, 10 push-ups and 10 air squats? And you work like a really quick shift, right? So that's not really a big deal. Yeah. I So I work for two hours Every week, so it makes it really easy. No, so yeah, we we ended up um, we work for ten hour shifts, right? Um, minimum. So that's a hundred push ups and a hundred air squats throughout the day. The air squats was actually an addition by one of my coworkers, which I really like because he's like, you can't be all up top. You got to even it out. And I was like, is that the other Matt? Yeah, that's the other Matt who was actually a bodybuilder. At okay. one point in his life. Makes sense. And he was all for it, except he does 20 push-ups instead of 10 on the hour every hour. So every day he does 200 push-ups. Um, but I'm going to say that he was in he was much more in shape at one point in his life. So he can do that and I can't. So other Matt, <laughs> keep it up. Yeah, other Matt, keep it up. Uh, let's keep our form good and um, keep pushing through and pushing up. <laughs> And Matt, the other Matt, um, just bring in some, some Reese's or something, man. You're a little greedy. You got to help out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good idea. I just sit, I just sit there and type. So uh, I'm the whiniest dad because uh, last week I took a few days off and went Austin's slamming this bonnet. <laughs> um, he, uh, we went up to Mammoth. Um, went camping, took the trailer up there, went with the boys, Yeah. Um, met some friends up there. My parents went up there uh, and it was a good trip. It was fun. Um, we were looking forward to coming home. You know, it's always good to come home after your camping trip. Mm-hmm. Even if you have a trailer, um, get a good shower, Decompress. sleep in your bed. Yeah. Even it, I always think it's weird. Like you can, you need to. Even though you had a great time, you need a vacation from from your vacation. Yeah. I guess it's a good problem to have. Yeah. So we did that and um, got home. On the way home, it's about a four-hour drive, so about an hour and a half, hour out or so. Mm -hmm. Um, We finally remembered to turn down our air conditioning um, because we have the Nest app. Yeah. So Liz turns it down, and it's like it's over 100 right now Mm -hmm. out here, and it sucks. And... um, it was kind of, it's a little humid in August as well. Um, so we don't really run our swamp cooler a lot right. because of that. Cause it, it doesn't work. really help. Yeah. So we did, uh, so we set the, the air conditioner lower and finally remembered to do it. And so we get home, it's a hundred something degrees, unpacking the trailer, dripping sweat, just like miserable walk inside. Mm-hmm. It's 84 degrees, <laughs> dude. I don't do well. <laughs> In the heat. <laughs> and I live in the desert. In the hottest place um, and in the world. It's, you know, feels like it. Yeah. And it sucked. And I walked in and it was 84 and we had our cat home the whole time and she survived. So sorry, Margo. <laughs> and, um, poor cat. Dude. Yeah. So I felt bad about that. Um, kind of. And then, <laughs> 
so we're sitting there. So like six hours go by and I'm, we're running fans. We have the swamp cooler on. It's not really working cause it's humid. And, um, just like what is happening the fan was going but it wasn't the compressor wasn't kicking on mm-hmm. um, whatever that means someone just told me that <laughs> and so I go and I'm looking at it take the panel off looking at what it's doing and finally see that um my mom made scones yeah, he didn't what, finally that's see what the, that <laughs> that's what the pause was but um my mom made blueberry scones and we're about to tear into these. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Um, and go to turn off the breaker so that we can work on it, and it's off. So when I mm. was preparing for the trip, um, I think I just overexerted that specific breaker or whatever, mm-hmm. and it shut off my air the whole time. Too much juice going to one sure. area. Yeah, too many, too many mega vaults you know <laughs> so um, too many teslas yeah i'll oh, speak we can get into tesla later maybe mm-hmm. um but yeah so i dude so the whole time the whole six hours it was so hot in my house i took a shower and sat down and my butt was wet already <laughs> like it was insane and i was just i was whining dude yeah i was a weenie <laughs> and Liz was so gracious to me and was just like laughing. She was laughing and making fun of me. But if I was, if I had to be in the room with myself, I'd be like, dude, shut up. Yeah. Like go, (laughs) go away. Mm -hmm. And I was just such a little whiny dad. So that's (laughs) the world's most whiny, the the most whiny one. So, Uh, um, so that's, that's what happened, man. Didn't catch a fish in mammoth. No, I guess they're not stalking him right now. Not one? No. Dude, I... I saw, a, I saw a big bird catch one. I thought it was an eagle. Well, maybe maybe not. that's what you need is some wings. Some talons. And talons and a beak. Maybe. Some feathers. Yeah. Go to Coachella. <laughs> Dance around. It's hot there, too. <laughs> oh, it's really hot. Dude, that's that sucks. I'm sorry. No, but it's all good. I fixed it by turning the switch back on. There you go. That's the so, cheapest fix there is. I'm also the world's most uh, resourceful dad. There you Smart, go. Smart, manly. Mm-hmm. So, Pop the breaker. Popped yeah. it back. Yeah. So, Done. Yeah, man. It was good. What, what's what been up with you? Um, Not much. Just work. And uh, we we actually had a, a recent, I guess, uh, milestone with Alani uh, two days ago. She was on her belly for tummy time. And she rolled onto her back for the first time ever. Wow. And um, she did it apparently four times. Um, I wouldn't know because uh, work is more important to me, and I'd rather be at work than see my child's milestones. That's what's up. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I got to see a video of one of them because luckily my wife was uh, kind enough to record it so that I could see a first of my child. Um. And that was really cool. So she she did that. She hasn't done it since, but um, another first that she just had as well, which was really special, was um, my mom actually, this is pretty cool, uh, she retired last week. That's awesome. So, so it's official. It's official. She, I officially have some daycare. And yeah, at a steep discount. That's a that's <laughs> wonderful timing. Yeah, too. it really is, and um, it it just ended up working out for everybody. But um, yeah, uh, my mom was over, my dad was over, and my mom was holding Alani, and um, my mom was laughing and talking to her, and then Alani started laughing, which was a first, and. Oh. I was able to be there for it, and it was even sweeter because even though my mom had been wanting to retire for a while, she um, she was on the fence, and it, it obviously, like, that's a big change in your life. So she's pretty, like, kind of uneasy about it, yeah. even though she's wanted it for so long. It's The it's steady income a, just stopping. Yeah, yeah, and it's just such a big change to your life. Like, you're, you're not doing what you've done for the past, in her case, 39 years. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so it was kind of like not only a huge moment with Alani having her first true laugh, but also my mom 
kind of going through this uneasiness with this change in her life and um, a, a huge change at that. And then having her grandbaby, um, her first and only, right, start laughing yeah. in her arms at her. It was just a really cool moment. So that was cool. Those are two huge things that happened. And I think that was the highlight of since the last podcast we recorded. Right so, on, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think Micah was walking a little bit last time had a couple teeth but his i think he has one top tooth the second one's right there and he's nice. just walked dude he's walking now like he Jeez. just walks all over the place and he plays now and he knows when you're like playing with him no way and you ah. can like do like peekaboo and he's like hiding from you mm-hmm. and uh like Liz and silas were running around the couch last night yeah like doing i'm gonna get you yeah and micah's in on it and messing around too and um it's just a really it's that, you know how earlier in a different podcast I said that it took a little bit of time to really feel connected with Silas until right. you like, you get that little interaction. Mm-hmm. That's even starting to happen more with Micah right now. So oh, it's nice. uh, it's cool. I, I'm starting to see his little personality. He's like, he seems to be like a little jokester. So awesome. It's cool. Yes. So, yeah, man. What are you, uh, what are you sipping on? Oh yeah. This was, this was part of my, um, the reason I'm so fit, right? Um, Bon and Viv, if you haven't heard of them, uh, let let yourself hear about them right now. Climb out from under that rock. That's right, sister girl. Um, bon and Viv is a spike seltzer with zero sugar, and it's naturally flavored. <laughs> sister girl. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm I'm sipping on a grapefruit Bon and Viv right now. It's just this like little spike seltzer. And, I'm gonna save um, some time. And this is what I'm drinking too. So just keep going. Okay. So I got to go twice as long. How about that? Perfect. Um, so while Ryan's finishing it, I, <laughs> I'm having this uh, Bon and Viv that, I'm, that Ryan is also drinking. And it's, it's pretty good. Um, the grapefruit, in my opinion, is terrible. <laughs> I liked the mango more. Yeah. Mango's better. It's um, kind of bitter. I don't mind the bitter. Mm-hmm. But it's not my favorite one. No, I don't. It tastes like armpits to me. <laughs> okay, well, that's on Arm- you that you don't like that. Armpits with a citrus twist. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Bon Viv grapefruit seltzer to me. So um, five out of five would recommend. That's that's right. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's not that tasty. I'm 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 <laughs> I'm kind of bummed out because. Um, Bree surprised me with, uh, some white claws a couple weeks back and we still have some in the fridge and, um, they were absolutely delicious. And I've had Trulies before, which is actually what I wanted because I think those are the best ones flavor wise. But, um, Bree's been wanting to try these Bon and Vivs and they're, I, dude, are they Bon and Vivs or just Bon Vivs? I don't know now. I thought it was Bon and Viv. But, but I don't no see an and. and. Yeah, and there's an exclamation point, so maybe it's a. It's Bon and Bon <laughs> So I don't. I really don't know what to call these. So we're having some BBs, and um, they 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 taste like pits. So um, go so try go, some. <laughs> go grab some. They're great. <laughs> They're delicious. Um, anyways, that's what we're having today. Armpits. And, um, we're having pits. <laughs> awesome. Hey, well, just a reminder to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Instagram, let me just do one at a time. How about that? There you go. Because they're different. Instagram is at uh, Welcome to Fatherhood Podcast. Twitter at Fatherhood Cast. You can uh, write us an email at Welcome to Fatherhood Podcast at gmail.com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail at 661 235 5315. And you know what, Austin? What's that, Ryan? We have a voicemail. Ooh, let me hear it. Would you like to listen to it? Please. All right. Austin Andrade and Ryan Peter, you guys are awesome. I'm so glad that you guys are doing this. We need guys and men like you. We need more fathers in this world, especially as we see what's going on. I'm, I'm grateful to be able to know you guys personally, and I'm just so excited, and I can't wait to see... Um, your kids grow up and man from what i've already seen you guys do you guys are already amazing and you guys completely are a big 
encouragement to me um, as I don't have any kids, but hopefully I can learn and grow from you guys and the way that you love and give um, amazing support to everyone around you. So alrighty, you guys take care, good luck, and happy almost Father's Day. Oh, it already happened in the last couple of years. Happy Father's Day every day for you guys. Alrighty, bye. K Mac, my man. K Mac, daddy, you're Dude. my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, K Mac. Hey, thanks for the thanks for the voicemail, man. Um, it's super encouraging. We appreciate it. Um, absolutely. Dude, I miss you, K-Mac, and I thank you for calling. Um, that means a lot, dude, because uh, Ryan and I started this podcast to kind of be more of a voice for the dads out there that kind of just, um, we're all figuring it out, and we kind of want to embrace that and also like shed some light and encouragement on things. So yeah. thanks, dude. Yeah, appreciate it, dude. And and. If anyone else wants to call and leave a voicemail, we'd love to play it on our podcast and respond. So call, leave us a voicemail, ask a question. If you just want to be encouraging like K-Mac, we accept it Super all. encouraging. Yeah, thank so you. thank you. Also, uh, K-Mac has a podcast now too, right? Yep, he absolutely does. Um, I would tell you what it is right now, but I can't remember the name. Mitra Gang. Thank you. Yeah, Mitra, Mitra Gang. Yeah, so check it out. I forget exactly what the uh, description is. It's I think he says two brown kids <laughs> discussing um, just like life, right? Yeah, and it's and it's, I can say that I can say that because that's what it says. Yeah. So um, for those of you that don't know, which is probably everybody, yeah, um, K Mac is doing this podcast. Um, we call him K Mac. His name's Kevin. Um, he's doing this podcast with his sister Kenry, and they um, they're Indian, and K Mac is. Very proud of it, rightfully so. Yeah. And that's where that's where he comes with saying we're we're two brown kids, like they're they're two Indian um people living in the heart of LA and they're just um making a podcast about what that's like and what the culture is like and um what it's like to to be someone from uh India in LA and just embracing that. So um K Mac Keep up the awesome work, and thank you for uh, supporting us, man. Yeah, super cool. So check it out. Yeah. Um, would you like to play a game to see who goes first for topics? Only if I win this time. All right, good luck. Okay. I think I'm 2-0, and right? I think so, yep. All right, so <clears throat> the past couple podcasts, we've been playing Wits and Wagers, and so I'm going to ask five questions. We're going to alternate going first to answer, and... Uh, they're all numerical answers, so whoever is the closest is going to win. And whoever wins gets to go first. Yeah, let's are do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, question number one. How many doors are there in the White House? Oh, that's easy. Uh, 217. I was going to say 200. Okay, I, that was be, a total guess. Yeah, I, you prob- <laughs> I think you won. Oh, wow. 412. Oh my gosh. Before being called the White House, the building had um, been known as the President's Palace, the Mm. President's House, and the Executive Mansion. I get why they call it a palace now. I like the palace more. 412. You know how many many I have in my house? How many? Less than 12. (laughs) Okay. I have 400. Oh, well, let's merge. Okay. Somewhere in between. Cool. Um, dude, that's actually crazy. I didn't, I, I wonder if they're including the hidden doors. Cause you know, mm. there are hidden like doors. Like bunkers and all that? Bunkers and just like. Like I've seen the South Park I don't want to do this speech, so I'm going to go into a secret room that nobody else knows about. Yeah. Type of deal. Or I bombed that speech, so I need to go into my cry corner. Cry corner. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question number two. I'll answer first this time. Okay. In miles per hour, how fast can an ostrich run? Hmm. 43 36 all right and i know i think we did a cheetah one last time mm-hmm. and so oh the cheetah one's on this card so they must just do stuff that's uh related to each other questions that are related so they're gonna say how many doors are there in the china white house probably <laughs> all right 
Oh my gosh, it's 43, dude. What? <laughs> All right. I don't think we need to elaborate on that one. I think I... Jeez. That... Wow. Okay. Did I see that answer like last yeah. time we did it and it subconsciously stuck in my brain? Yeah, you cheated. Let's right. do it with two more. No, I'm kidding. I didn't cheat. A- <laughs> you cheated. I ostriched. There was a, a pun about that that's kind of distasteful, but... I'll say it anyways. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll edit it out later, it, maybe. It, yeah, it was a really old one where it said, um, um, it was something like a lion wouldn't be disfaceful. No, disfaceful. I don't like it. <laughs> what was it? Uh, a, a lion wouldn't be unfaithful to his wife, but a tiger would. Tiger would! <laughs> Golf. Okay, I, that I was, was like, probably distasteful. I was like, cheetah? cheetah what's the cheetah but i got it now <laughs> um that's pretty good also don't do that don't do that uh okay you're answering first this time okay. you would you would probably know this answer Ooh. uh what percent of child <laughs> children's oh, 12 <laughs> what percent of children's halloween costumes are princesses <laughs> <laughs> why would i know that <laughs> i don't know um all right, uh, women, I'm going to make a terribly rough estimate and say that they represent 40% of the population and say, well, I, Why 40? This... Why not? That's less than half. Hey, I uh, well, I guess we're talking about, is this study done in America? I don't know. Well, I'm going to say 40. Okay. <laughs> and then of that, how many would want to be princesses? Uh, wait, read read me the question one more time. What percent of children's Halloween costumes are princesses? Yeah, that's that's nineteen percent. Nineteen. Yeah, I'm gonna go with twenty-two. Mm, you're wrong. Nine point seven. That's right. That's what I said. Dude, you're about to beat me two to one. It is the most popular children's costume style, filed by Batman, Spider-Man, and witches. Mm-hmm. Witches, huh? Good I know. I was a princess for like the first seven years of my life. <laughs> Good parenting. That's right. <laughs> um, anyways, okay, now it's my turn. Uh, how many minutes of music can fit on a standard CD? I don't know if that's as simple of an answer as you think because I don't know why. I'm going to say <laughs> 80. Hmm. Now I'm trying to. I think. should know this. I've made some. I'm trying to think back at, you know, the days of making mixtapes. Yeah. And you would want to cram as many on a CD as and you can. And you'd get to like 14, mm-hmm. depending on how many songs. Uh, 80 is a pretty good guess, I think. Is that a cop car? Um, what kind of neighborhood are in, we in right now? In my suburbs? <laughs> <laughs> Not um, in Palmdale. Not in Palmdale. Um,. Come back to me. Um, there you go. Ryan just sang on, on the podcast, which was really my goal. I'll sing later, and I'll okay. auto-tune it. Okay, good. I want to hear this, and so do the people. Um, I'm going to say 75 minutes, Bob. 75 minutes, Bob. Mm-hmm. 74. <laughs> Is it really? You won. You won yeah. this week, dude. Um, I was fully prepared to go first again. Uh, okay, sucker. last one just for uh, kicks and giggles. For losers and winners, meaning you and then me. Oh. How In feet, how long is a slinky when it's stretched out and lying flat? Oh, and lying flat. Yeah. Is it like is a it... straight line flat or like bent Ooh, yeah, can flat. you crease it, or are you straightening it out? I don't know. I didn't make this one. Okay, well, since you made the last two times, um, which was unfair. Yeah. Okay, go for it. Is it? It's is your it turn. My, oh, shoot. Yeah, I'm going to hire or lower you right now. Oh, yeah? Well, judging from a slinky's height, that they're roughly, I'm going to say, what, six inches tall? Maybe. And we have a circumference of 3.14 i'm gonna say 200 feet 200 yeah okay i'm gonna say oh yeah i didn't mean 200 feet well you can change Um, it i didn't guess yet 
I was going to guess under that into. if that changes your answer. No, I'm going to say let's go 12 feet. 12? Yeah. I'm going to guess 14. I, I terribly messed up my math just then. It's probably like 23. I was thinking around 20. Yeah. Ready? Okay, go for it. <clears throat> Dude, 87. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so that goes to show you I I can't estimate for crap. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> because one day you'll be able to know how uh, slinky. <laughs> what are we talking about first? Okay, um, so I actually had a topic for another podcast, but I think it's more fitting now because we, we already mentioned something about it. You have another podcast? Uh, yes, I do. Welcome to motherhood. Oh. Oh, Jeez, it's kind of cross I, <laughs> crossover. That's where I meant to bring the Bon and Vivs. My oh. bad. Okay. <laughs> this makes sense. Uh, but no, it's more manly because it tastes like pits. Okay. Um, <laughs> you said uh, or pets? Pets. It tastes like pets. Um, so the thing I wanted to talk about today, um, which kind of alludes to uh, perhaps your Tesla talk, okay. is... Um, I kind of want to go over the importance of understanding money, okay, and how to pass that on to your kids. Ooh, okay. Um, so this was something that um, it's been uh, on my mind a lot, um, even leading up to um, Alani's like actual. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, graduation. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess arrival is the best word. Um, her, yeah, her actual arrival. I her was just birth. thinking, like, what, what were we? How are we going to kind of instill this idea of money in her head? And I was thinking, even while Brie was pregnant, what what ways can we actually do that for a child in a way that they would comprehend? And as they get older, to start kind of layering the the lessons, I guess. Yeah. Um, so you give her all all her money up front, exactly. Like the prodigal son, mm-hmm. and just see how she does, and just hope for the best. Yep. And um, say, yeah, if you want to buy that, you can just buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares if it's forty pounds of ice cream? You'll eat it eventually eventually sorry to derail your thought (laughs) continue um no so there were and this is kind of um i'm also going to like transition this into not only like what what you think how you would want to try to do that with your kids but also like how can you put them in the best position uh as they get older financially so I think this is probably a much bigger topic, but we'll just try to condense it and keep it simple. Um, but some of the things I was thinking about um, for like a kid was I'd, I'm not sure if like Monopoly would be like a good game to play, but at least maybe the money from Monopoly. Yeah. And just um, so like for me personally, like, Bree and I have already talked about it. I want to build Alani a playhouse in our backyard. Yeah. And it's going to be elaborate and it's going to take up a good chunk of our backyard. Like you want to design it and build it yourself? Yeah. Or get a, okay. Yeah. Um, she, Bree wants a swing set, so we will get a swing set at some point, but I really want to actually build her a playhouse that like, cool. We have an input on that we design and like, we paint it everything from the ground up, like laying the foundation and all that. So, um, when I think about teaching Alani about money, I'm thinking about her little playhouse and how to make it fun. And I was thinking about using play money. Um, and we were thinking about having, you know, days where like she cooks for us in her little playhouse or has like a lemonade stand and like people, parents come over, you guys come over and like, uh, we'll buy like lemonades off of her. And I'm even thinking like, they're going to be like pretend lemonades, not even like liquid in the cup, Mm. just cups that she's fake pouring. Yeah. And we're just like giving her money 
and then at the end she can spend that money on something in on her real house. lemonade <laughs> yeah exactly um like little things like that that over time i think she'll begin to like understand yeah and as she gets older um i'm still working this out but i want to teach her at an early age um kind of like how credit cards work yeah and also how interest works which i think will come a little bit later but i think she'll be interested <laughs> interested but yeah um i'm curious like kind of what you think um i'm um, I know this is kind of like a very high level, but I know that I want to teach her about credit, about interest, about the importance of saving your money. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to start with just teaching her how to save up for what you want. Mm-hmm. And then once she gets that, then introduce credit and interest type yeah. deal. Like lay the, the basics, the foundation first, mm-hmm. and then start implementing the like loftier if you will concepts yeah i think no i think that's super important i know for me um growing up um i was super fortunate i never needed anything Mm -hmm. um but i didn't always get everything i wanted Mm -hmm. um and i that was intentional yeah um, by my parents because my dad had a good job and uh could have probably got me most of everything i wanted and Mm -hmm. Um, didn't because he wanted to, my parents wanted to teach me that lesson of, you know, you have to, you don't get everything you want mm-hmm. for one. And, um, if you want it, like save up and make it happen. Or yeah. by the time you save up, you might not even want it. It might be an impulse type thing. Mm-hmm. So that was a big thing for me. Like when I was little, I really wanted a Game Boy, mm-hmm. a Game Boy Pocket right when they came out. Nice, and yeah. I was in kindergarten, dude, and I saved up. I don't know how I saved up a hundred bucks as a kindergartner. <laughs> your mom was probably just putting money in your little she, yeah. piggy bank. <laughs> I think, yeah, she actually, I was digging for treasure in the backyard once. Mm-hmm. After, I don't I must have seen a movie or something. And they were filling this hole with pennies. <laughs> and I was like, no way, there's so many pennies in here. Yeah. Treasure. And then I asked them later in life because I remembered it. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're just dumping pennies in there. But um, <laughs> That's awesome. So I saved up. And I remember two things buying when I was younger. I saved up like six bucks to buy a hacky sack from Big Five. Nice. Yeah. This little like black hacky sack with a smiley face on it. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. And every yeah. time I went in there uh, to get soccer stuff or whatever, um, I'd always look at it. And I saved up to get that um six bucks so it took you know a few years and then um <laughs> yeah. and then somehow i was able to save up for uh a game boy and we went to toys r us ran into my kindergarten teacher super awkward seeing teachers outside of school oh yeah and bought this game boy um that i had saved up for wait was your kindergarten teacher buying the game a game boy too uh, maybe <laughs> that's awesome that's a that would have been cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah no uh mrs lester you're probably listening right now so (laughs) just a shout out to you and so i got that um and it just taught me to like save up and really try to evaluate if i really want this thing Mm -hmm. which is weird when you get older and you're in a good spot a better spot financially and yeah you really can like impulse buy a little more Mm -hmm. and i know not everyone's in that situation but if you are, it's like, if you want it, you can buy it, which is weird because you have to like go back to those traits that your parents were trying to instill in you when you're yeah. younger. Like, wait it out, wait a few weeks, wait a month, see if it's that important to you then. Yeah. Um, so my parents, I know, really tried to do that. So I think I want to do that for our boys. And it's hard because you just want to like spoil them. Yeah. And like give them everything they want, even though I know in the long run, like that's not really beneficial. Mm-hmm. And what we've noticed is Silas, like Mike is not really playing with toys that much yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but Silas will, he has a ton of toys and he'll like cycle through. Mm-hmm. So something he'll be like all about for a week or two. Mm-hmm. And then it does, who cares? And mm-hmm. he's on to the next thing. And then maybe a month or so later, he'll cycle back to that. 
Um, so, wow. but he likes what we've got him so far, but, um, yeah, I think that's important. Not just like giving them everything they want. Yeah. Obviously as a parent, you want to give your kids what they need. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is different. And sometimes there's a fuzzy line between want and need, but yeah. And I think, <clears throat> um, something that, something I, so like my background, I, it was very similar. Like I, I feel like I, my, my mom will, will would say things to me, like, especially once um, Brie was pregnant, she was like, she was like, I'm, I'm sorry if I never got you what you, you wanted, but we did the best we could. And that hit me pretty hard because, um, I thought about it and I was like, you know what, mom, when I look back, like there was never ever a time where I felt like I couldn't get what I wanted because we didn't have the money for it. So in some ways, even though like, and that almost brought her to tears because like, like my parents weren't like the wealthiest people and still I never felt like I was like lacking, I guess. And, um, um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where that line was in, um, how they raised me to, to feel that way. But I also feel like I'm, I'm decently responsible with my money. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't like, uh, like I, I, I was completely spoiled. Don't know how to like manage my money at all. And that type of deal. Yeah. Um, I think it's just something that as I've gotten older, I've been more paranoid about, mm-hmm. um, and I've just wanted to wise up a bit. But uh, something that I actually learned from you that popped in my head while you were talking. Um, oh, I think I know what it is. Mowing lawns? Oh, no. No? What What, what were you thinking? I, You're probably right on this too, though. Was I think you, my dad said something to me once, it was just don't spend more than you have. Oh, yeah. Was that... And, I feel like we've talked about that before. Maybe. And um, one of the big things that stuck out to me that your dad said to you that you passed on to me was um, like with retirement mm. and just yeah. learning to live off of the 90. So like it was like yeah. put 10% into your 401k and learn to live off of the 90%. Mm. And you'll never miss the 10% so yeah. long as you get used to that 90. Yeah. And that was huge. Mm-hmm. Um so that, that, and then, um, yeah, like just growing up was, uh, you mowing lawns. Hmm. So like you would mow lawns and you would get like money like for mowing lawns. 50 right? bucks a month for my neighbor. See? Yeah. And like that, I didn't mow lawns growing up like that. And, um, like I would mow the lawn every once in a while, but like, I think there were, that was multifaceted in the sense that you got, you learned discipline, but you always, you also also learned how to like work for your money mm-hmm. through discipline. So I think those were good aspects that I also want like my kids to know. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of like a, I guess lesson I learned from you. Huh. Um, I didn't know that one. Yeah. Um, You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, Thank you. And, um, something to like to sort of go off what you were saying earlier. Um, so when Bree and I were in college, um, when we were living in Riverside, um, the church we went out, uh, went to out there, Antioch church, um, the pastor said something that's always stuck with me. Um, and his, his big thing with him and his wife. So he was like a AP Calc teacher and a pastor. Oh. Um, and him and his wife, uh, would talk about like the finances of like the church and how they're, how they're using the money to, you know, fund their mission trips or what, whatever it may be. And the biggest thing, um, the one that hit me the hardest was he said, um, you need, he said, when you start making money and you, you actually have an income and you're on top of things, he said, there should be things that you want that you can't have because of how you're giving. Hmm. And that is a whole nother facet 
to being money conscious yeah. um, that I think like Bree and I can get better at and we also can teach our kids. So that's another side of things that I think it's going to be, um, it's not only going to grow us as a couple, but also something I want my daughter to understand that where money is a tool and you can use it to better your life and also better other people's lives. So, yeah. Or it can go the other way. You can use it to, it can be destructive too. Yeah. And absolutely. how to steer away from that. Mm hmm. Um, that's a good, that's a good point, man. Yeah. So like, um, I'll, I'll finish this up with just, um, uh, the, the other parts of kind of putting our kids in, uh, the right place, uh, moving down the line was I just learned recently and um, this is advice to any of the parents out there of um, something called a college fund that's uh, it's a called a 529c mm-hmm. it's basically I, I believe it's a mutual fund that um, makes it makes sense it's like super safe yeah it's it's safe it grows your money um, you open it in your child's name and you put money every month. It just is like a direct deposit type of thing. You choose how much. And it gets put in this mutual fund that just grows your money over time. So it's a very safe investment, meaning you don't see too much growth over a long time. But you do see more than if you just had it sitting in your savings account for your kid for college. Yeah. Um, the really good thing about a 529c is that your kids... Um, it, it can be used for education purposes, and so long as you use it for education, whether that be once they go to college, paying for their tuition or paying for their room and board or paying for their car, mm. um, as long as it's towards their education, it's tax-free. So that's huge. Especially out here. <laughs> yeah, especially in California. Yeah, I'll take it. My gosh. Um, so that was a big deal. And then also... Um, I just wanted to spit this out here. Yeah. I got into Robin Hood. If you haven't already, I'm sure you guys have, but I'm in Robin Hood. You could turn 108 bucks into 34 bucks. That's right. <laughs> Speaking uh, Speaking from experience. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm trying to learn the stock market and Robin Hood is a very simple way, um, albeit a very dangerous way to learn stocks because you could lose all of your money. Um, so be safe about it. Um, if you guys want to start open a Robin hood account, you can always, uh, have me refer you and I'll get a free <laughs> stock and you'll get a free stock uh, of your choosing Dude. of your random choosing. Cause it's like, uh, they put up three fake question scratcher. Markers. Yeah. It's fake scratcher. But Hey, mm. I do know someone who, uh, they got an Apple stock. Uh, really out of a, a referral Whoa. yeah which was like at the time three hundred dollars in one share of apple that's crazy typically you only see like a three dollar or five dollar yeah but anyways that's mm. my little my two-piece um do you have anything more to add no no okay. i i like that i i was gonna go into the college thing but um you did so oh, thanks gotcha. for yeah, I was taking, taking your idea. What I was gonna... Oh, and we we're also going to talk about Tesla. Tesla's insane. That's about it. That's, that's yeah, that's good. That's pretty much. <laughs> wow. We. <laughs> All right. So my <laughs> my topic today um, is really quick. So I'm glad yours was really long. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> I'm glad yours was so freaking boring and long. <laughs> no. Um, so we've uh, been kind of talking a lot about Micah and Silas's birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. Birthdays because they each are their they own person. They each have two. Yeah. Oh. Um, so Micah's is coming up in like two weeks almost, and Silas is like a month after that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was talking about getting ready for this podcast, and Liz was like, "You should talk about birthday traditions." Yeah. And I know we've talked about like food traditions. I can't remember if we went into birthday at all. Nope. Um. Oh my gosh, Bree's gonna kick me. Oh, because she said my topic should be flat traditions. Really? And I was like, no, we already talked about that. But 
haven't really talked about food traditions. Oh, uh-oh. So maybe we could break it into a bunch of different kinds. Yeah. I have a little bit more content. So for for me, so I have one for me, one for Liz that she had grown up, and then one we want to do for our boys. Okay. Um, so for me growing up, I can't remember a time where um, my door wasn't decorated when I opened it up, mm-hmm. when I woke up. I remember Excuse that. Excuse me. So I've always had streamers done on my door on my birthday, my uh, my bedroom door frame. Um, and they're different every year, um, but it's just always been super special. It seems so like whatever, right? But it has yeah, like I a like special it. special place in my heart. And even my first year at college, um, my mom actually got a hold of my RA. What? And he put a little sign like saying happy birthday, love mom and TP'd my door. That's awesome. So I've had it every year. Liz carried the tradition, uh, tradition on, um, when we got married and got our own place and we do that for each other now. And mm-hmm. I've been doing it for the boys. Um, so I don't know. It's just a cool little thing that we've always done. I like that. And, uh, I, I really like it. And Liz, she said her mom always made a homemade chocolate cake. Hmm. and she loves it she's she loves it to this day and i try to make her this chocolate cake now (laughs) and it is nowhere as good um i'm sure as her mom's but um that was a big thing like she'd always have like her mom had the special like cake stand with like the glass cover and Mm -hmm. it did this like multi-tiered chocolate cake with chocolate frosting and um it was just something she always looked forward to yeah and for our boys what we want to do is um probably do those traditions. We've been doing the streamers, but also for every meal on their birthday, mm-hmm. they get to choose what we're having that day. Oh, I like that. So I asked Silas what he wanted for his birthday, and he said balloons. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're not going to eat those. But yeah. um, I just thought it was like just a really simple little topic, but I thought it was... um. I don't I know, like pretty that. cool. Just like really like a cute thing to do with your yeah. kids that they can look forward to. Cause it's special, especially when you're young. Um, now I just tr- use it as an excuse to take a day off. <laughs> yeah. That's about it on my birthday. I don't really yeah. care as much anymore. Same. Um, yeah, but I used to just like love it and I, I want to make that special and make it fun for uh, my kids too. I like that. I think that's good. I don't, I don't think we have any of those for birthdays. No? Which is crazy because I feel like Bree and I are very much like the, let's do, like, tradition. Yeah. Like, every single year we do this. Yeah. And I don't think for birthdays, I'm trying to think, and I don't think there's, like, something that we have set that we actually do, but that would be fun. Like, we've talked about, and this will probably bleed into... Uh, maybe a future topic of just general traditions. But, yeah. Um, something that we've thought about is uh, that I like is so when we were in college, we went to paint a dream and we painted each other coffee mugs. Yeah. And um, one of us uh, really loves the other one more than the other person. And we have a, we still have our coffee mugs the other person broke their coffee mugs because they mm. don't love the other person as much. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, are you not disclosing who this, who oh, this is? Oh no, no, I, I would never disclose, uh, what that she might've done. That she broke it. Allegedly. I, allegedly, uh, somehow maybe, I don't know. Maybe okay. she just misplaced her mug Perhaps. that I painted for her. Mm-hmm. But, um, I have mine because well, it matters to me. Um, I didn't accidentally drop it on the rug bet, when I bet we were in college, mm-hmm. but um, and shatter it. But you know, <laughs> I want to do that with. Um, we did that with my little cousin, who's like my little sister, and we want to have that with our kids, where we go to like a painted dream or something, and have them paint uh, like a plate and have like the special plate. And that's something that the pastors in Riverside used to do. Is like, we had that too. Yeah. Forgot about that. Passing around the special plate. Like who's, do you do it like every week? I, I don't know. We, we did it for birthdays and, um, listen, I don't do this, but mm-hmm. we used to do it growing up. Um, birthdays or if something like 
cool happen, like okay. a big test or something that was just like a, a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. You get to use the, the special plate. Yeah. Yeah. Like your Desert Christian High School soccer team finally wins, you know? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> in my case, it was you actually got to play, yeah, basketball. Yeah, get up off of that bench. You made a full two points that that's, game. That's what it's all about. That's right. I did a little better than that, but not much. Maybe <laughs> four points. <laughs> Man. Oh, dude. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, but I like those. Do you have any recommendations? Mm. Or a punny time? I definitely have a punny time. All right. I don't think I have any recommendations for this week, but I probably will for next week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it, man. All right. Um, so <clears throat> everyone get ready. Stand up. If you're in your car, this will be a challenge for you, but I encourage you to get Stand crazy. up anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, full disclaimer, <clears throat> we know how to... We're not covering any sort of liabilities or injuries that you may have had because of listening to this podcast. Anyways, um, punny time, your PT for today. Um, Let's stretch that funny bone, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Um, Someone asked me to name two structures that hold water. I was like, well, damn. That one got me. <laughs> yes. Oh, dude. <clears throat> well, thank you so much for listening to Welcome to Fatherhood. Um, please rate and subscribe wherever you listen. Add us on Instagram and Twitter to keep the conversation going. And let's become better fathers together. Let's do it. See ya. Did it again.